dirty filthy whore bags welcome to queen's table live it's your girl queen s and we're back welcome to the first episode of tea time tuesday on queen's table if you have not already like share subscribe do all that good stuff honey because you don't want to miss out to all the deeds to all your teas and so we're just going to jump right into it today honey i first and foremost do you have your cups ready for the tea? That's that's the real question. Do you have your cups ready for the tea? Because my cup is ready. And remember, last time I told y'all that I would I would have gotten right. I got right. Yes, I did. Let's 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 sip to that. Ooh, yes, we're right. We're, we're ready to go. So, make sure you have your cups ready each and every Tuesday for Tea Time Tuesdays on Queen's Table with Queen Sandra. Because you don't want to miss out, honey. You don't want to miss out. You want to be ready to have that cup ready like, oh, shit. I wasn't expecting her to go there. You know, we're going there. We're going to go there and we're going to continuously go there. So our first topic today on Tea Times Tuesday with Queen S on Queen's Table. We're going to talk about the Oscar nominations and the winners. And so Oscars was just this past weekend and there was a lot of applaud and a lot of chaos at the same time, honey. So Jamie Foxx did end up winning uh, Best Animation for Soul as well as Daniel O'Fine. It's okay. One, Best Supporting Actor for Judah and the Black Messiah. And although there was a lot of highs, there were also a lot of lows. And there was controversy around the fact that, uh, God rest his soul, Chadwick did not win an Oscar. I was under the impression, honestly, that at least Andrea Day would have won. It was so spot on, it was scary. Okay, it was so spot on. It was scary. I, I, I honestly wholeheartedly thought that she was going to win. I thought she was going to leave with something or some sort of recognition, and she didn't. And of course, Black Twitter never fails in voicing their opinion. So with a series of different tweets from different Twitters, uh, their reaction to the Oscar kind of snubbing the Black people. And at this point, honestly speaking, I'm not even going to lie to you. Honestly speaking, I'm not even gonna lie to you. At this point, when it comes to these award shows, um, snubbing black actors and actresses of titles that we all know should have went to them or could have went to them or we would have hoped went to them, I just feel like that just speaks volume to us as a culture. Us as a culture, we're always looking to the next person to provide us with our own gratification. And I'm not trying to bash anyone or anything of that sort, but I'm going back to, uh, I'm going to use Tiana Taylor as reference. Her last album, I kid you not, I played that shit from sunup to sundown, okay? I, still? <laughs> Tiana did her thing on still, okay? If you have not heard Tiana Taylor still, I need you to hear Tiana's because still, still, for, you know, listen. The the, the 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 her her voice cracking in the song like it was just the the whole album itself from start to finish was just such a beautiful piece and she decided to retire last year from music um because she felt as if she was snubbed and dubbed from getting awards and recognition that she thinks that she deserves but i just feel like as a whole you know us as a community we 
I think that the only way that we could show our appreciation to ourselves and our craft and our hard work and our dedication is with, hey, you did a good job, here you go. And that's the only way that we would know that we did a good job. It's kind of like when you participated in school and everyone got a gold star and you were the only person that didn't get a gold star. Now you're looking like, why didn't I get a gold star? You know, instead of just saying, okay, well, I'm glad everybody got a gold star. Maybe next time I get a gold star, maybe next time I don't. You know, as a whole, as a whole um, community-wise, we don't really appreciate our own craft for ourselves. It's kind of like we wait in anticipation for these award shows to happen to tell us, like, hey, black girl, hey, black boy, you're doing a great job living in the white man's world. You know what I'm saying? And this is no offense or anything of that sort to anyone who is white, but that's just the reality of it. I don't see why time and time again every time these award shows come around that we just all fall in good grace and gasping like <gasps> they didn't give it they didn't give it to one of us they didn't give it to one of us i could have sworn they would have given it to one of us by now but it's like these shows these award shows were not dedicated to celebrate our, our work of art these award shows were never dedicated to celebrate our craft or anything of that sort we are trying to fit ourselves in a uh, society, hence, that was built off of the appreciation of white people. It was built off of, hey, let me give the white man the round of applause for being a best director. Let me give the white woman the uh, round of applause for being best actress. And let me give the white man the best applause for best supporting actor. Or whatever the case is. And so, when it comes down to these award shows happening, and we look at ourselves and we're just like, oh, well... Chad should have gotten it or Viola should have gotten it or Andrea should have gotten it or whomever should have gotten it it's like but why why does why why do we need the award to determine that this person is already great they already did the work that they need to do in the film they already did the work that they need to do outside of the film they already did what they, what, what they needed to do to make sure they grabbed the audience attention to the point that you know there the, the movie is probably rated number one in the world or whatever else the case is like why do we feel the need that we need a trophy to define if we're good or not like why do i need something that is hung up to say hey y'all see that i'm talented y'all see that i'm worthy of this y'all see that you know i've worked my ass off to get here no baby your presence speak that for itself your craft speak that for itself when you Go when you Google Viola Davis, what you see, you see her track record, honey. You see her receipts, baby. Her receipts are longer than most people's receipts, okay? You know, so it's like, we don't need an award or you don't need an award to tell you that you're great. You don't need an award to tell you that you're amazing. Yes, of course, it's, it's great to feel appreciated. Of course, it's great to see that others are recognizing you for your talent others are seeing you know your dedication to your craft and stuff like that but i just feel like as a whole culturally we take too much pride in giving a fuck about what the next motherfucker think about our craft it be that's it you know <laughs> i'm just saying next topic on tea time tuesday with queen s on queen's table live we're going to talk about kanye west with his collab with balenciaga so first of all let's honor the late and great dmx with the moment of silence
DMX's live funeral was taking place um, in his native hometown. You see a couple of clips of Eve having a kind of emotional breakdown a little bit. You know, Nas said his two cents as well. When it comes to death, I don't want to necessarily say that I'm afraid of death because I'm not afraid of death. It's just I don't like having that to be my last memory. The last time that I've been to an actual funeral was <laughs> back in high school, okay? Back in high school was the was the last time that I went to a funeral only because I I realized I'm I feel everything. Like I feel every emotion in my body. And so when it comes down to paying my respect to someone or loving someone unconditionally, I just don't want in my mind that when I think of you, I'm going back to this last memory of you in a casket or people crying over your casket or people arguing about your proceedings or, you know, whatever the case is. And, and there has been a lot of funerals that I've missed, you know, friends, funeral, other family members, funerals and stuff like that, that I've missed because I just don't want that to be the last thought that I have of you. I would rather just sit and knowing that all the thoughts that I do have of you are happy thoughts. All the thoughts that I do have of you are thoughts of laughter and stuff like that. You know, my mom tells me all the time that I need to eventually get over it, but... Don't think that's gonna happen. But, you know, who knows what the future holds. So Kanye West collabed with Balenciaga to release a limited edition collaboration t-shirt to pay tribute to DMX and to provide 100% profit to DMX's kids. His shirt sold out in 20 minutes and Kanye West was able to raise over a million dollars to provide funding to his kids. A lot of people try to outcast Kanye or try to shade Kanye for Kanye being Kanye but I just feel like when you're just at a level in life where you just know that you don't give a fuck about what anyone else has to say about what you choose to do, how you choose to live your best life, how you choose to move, then you're a Kanye. You're going to have people that's going to look at you like you're sideways every single time that you make a move, whether the move is beneficial to the next person or not, only because you're outside of a box. You're outside of the box that they were taught to stay in. And I was literally having this conversation with my homegirls uh, the other day where we don't even realize that the people that we have around us can sometimes try to keep us in a box because they're in a box. You know, I am in a place right now where me and my mom we're in a healthier state of mind it's, it's not you know kumbaya or anything of that sort but we're in a healthier state of mind and i feel like the only reason why we're in a healthier state of mind is because i no longer care about anyone's yes or no you know and this is not to be arrogant this is not to be um uh you know shallow or cruel or anything of that sort but when you get to a level of clarity and you get to a level of comfort and you get to a level of peace it's like you don't need someone else to co-sign for you you co-sign for yourself because at the end of the day you know that you're protected you're protected whether that's through god or the universe or whomever else that you choose to uh pray and speak over and so with kanye doing this nice gesture i just hope you know, since he's going through what he's going through mentally with uh, bipolar disorder, as well as going through a divorce with Kim K and um, requesting joint custody and zero child support uh, or spousal support from Kim, 
I do hope that they come to a common ground um, within their divorce and do what's best for the kids at the end of the day. But Kanye being Kanye, I really do appreciate this gesture that he did for DMX's family and his kids. And I do know that they're very appreciative of it because who wouldn't want Kanye to go out his way to spend some coins, make sure that they release a t-shirt on my daddy's behalf, and make sure that all of the full profit comes to me. So I just want to just congratulate Kanye for doing such a nice, nice, kind gesture. Something that you don't have to do and something that is very rare that is occurring nowadays is giving people their flowers and knowing how to show appreciation your way even if the world don't understand it happy that's it kanye go you okay <laughs> go you okay next topic on tea time tuesday on queen's table live with queen s we're going to talk about shane justin and honey and jisoo woo baby greg listen let me let me tell you something okay i'm gonna pick up my cup okay let me tell you something i was following this like as it was happening okay and when i mean i was following it i wasn't following it to be shady or anything of that sort but i was really like concerned i was like what the fuck is going on like this is not really happening but it is really happening oh shit okay so this oh wow six years what what okay all right cool like i was i was literally keeping up and most recently you know oh well if y'all don't know Shane Justin and Jisoo are both local fashion designers in Broward. So Broward County, Florida, where I'm from. They're both amazing, amazing designers. They started from the ground up. And eventually they went public within their relationship about six months ago. But, you know, after all the teas that was spilt, okay? All the teas to all your D's that was spilt, honey. Come to find out they were together for six years, okay? And so, long story short, I don't want to go into grave detail because, you know, it is what it is but they went to dubai for shane's birthday and shane felt some type of way when it came down to his birthday and they had a public breakup airing out each other's laundry and you know they were just expressing themselves and so shane bought greg honey a car filled it up with roses you know begging and pleading saying honey i miss you you know it should have never happened on social media you know i just want you to come back home unblock me whatever and greg's response was i just want you to love me properly that's it i just want you to love me properly that's it i don't care about none of this shit. i just want you to love me properly and and honestly there was other stuff that was said too but like i said i don't really want to go into great detail because honey it already happens okay it already happened but with greg saying i just want to be loved properly i felt that on a different note okay when i mean i felt that on a different note i felt that on a different note because it's like people don't understand that in order for a relationship to work long term you have to grow with each other it's like as i'm progressing as i'm going through life i'm finding out new things about myself i'm learning myself all over again and as i'm learning myself all over again i'm relearning certain things i'm unlearning certain things i'm moving forward with certain things something that would have entertained me three years ago is not going to entertain me today something that's going to entertain me two months ago ain't going to entertain me today and so people tend to get comfortable in relationships people tend to get comfortable with their partners thinking like okay well i know you you know me so that's it all right all right i know you will be i know you'll be back yeah i know you ain't going nowhere and it's like you can't really you can't really say that you can't really say that because at the end of the day everyone grows 
it's either you go forwards or you go backwards it's either you do better or you don't but either way you put it life is going to continuously push you in a certain direction they'll either push you in the right direction or either put you push you in the wrong direction but either way you put it life is going to constantly change with you and you're supposed to change with life and if you are blessed enough to have a lifetime partner with you or you're blessed enough to have somebody who's willing to ride the wave with you i honestly feel like people don't realize as the years go on y'all relationship is going to change the dynamic of y'all relationship is going to change the shits and giggles and the butterflies and stuff like that that y'all were once accustomed to y'all could still have the shits and the giggles but it may not be in the same aspect or even if it is in the same aspect there may be more history to it or there may be more um examples in that scenario in relationships it's a growing through the process it's like I just feel like what Greg's saying, I just want you to love me properly. It's like the diamonds and the golds and the money and the roses and the cars and all the other stuff is fine for the next bitch. But that shit don't do nothing for me and my feelings. My feelings are still hurt. I still feel some type of way. And that just shows like materialistic things can only do so much to cloud your judgment and to cloud what your emotions really are. And, you know, especially with everything that's going on nowadays with these girls, you know, wanting... To be wined and dined and catered to and Chanel bag me this and Chanel bag me that and wine and dine me this and wine and dine me that. It's like, but baby, what is what what is it that really brings you joy outside of that bag? Do you even know? Do you even know? That's what it comes down to. You know, love me properly. Love me properly. I hope, you know, because they are, they were a very cute couple. I hope that they could come to terms and Shane can meet Greg where he's at. Greg can meet Shane where he's at. And, you know, they have a heart-to-heart conversation. And they go back undercover with their relationship. And they figure out what they need to do with, within their relationship. And they figure out to come to a, a middle ground or whatever the case is. Because it's nothing like thinking that you are done with finding your happily ever after. And then it's like God just pulls you back up and be like, no, bitch, you're not done. Back to streets to go. That's me. me it's ghetto out here being single okay it's ghetto it's ghetto i don't want anyone to be miserable i don't want anyone to be alone i don't want anyone to be unhappy because i feel like everybody deserves love everybody deserves a car full of roses you know but it shouldn't be a car full of roses because you fucked up it should be a car full of roses because i appreciate you because you know i want to i want to show you that i appreciate the love that you have for me i want to appreciate that the fact that you know you've been rocking for me for such and such a long time it's like why why do you need to do this grand gesture because you're sorry instead of just doing it because you love me you know but what do i know what do i know what do i know what do i know if you that's it we're just gonna leave it at that next topic on tea time tuesday with queen s on queen's table we're going to talk about young thug and gutta okay gunna and young thug just did an amazing 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 job in atlanta so they just released their second collab album if i'm not mistaken and they went back to their hometown in atlanta just using their fame and fortune to give back to their loved ones in fact on friday afternoon we just woke up and went to the jail with the lawyer and you know da's and on the prosecutors and you know the, the bond company bonding companies and just got as many people as we can out by like 20 or 30 people the rapper's label, YSL Records, shared this exclusive video showing the moment dozens of Fulton County inmates were released from the county jail. 30 
people that were held on minor offenses were freed by Gunna and Young Thug. Young Thug also mentioned that there were a couple of people that had these petty offenses that were in jail for over two years and just literally sat there only because they could not afford the bail. Minor offenses and you got motherfuckers literally out here doing things freely. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. The legal system in general, I mean, W.E. Du Bois already said that you cannot... You cannot expect a system that wasn't built to protect you to protect you. But, like, this shit is so deeply embedded in America's culture. It's just like, where is our, where, where can we breathe? Okay? Where, like, where, where, where is my happy place? Like, where, where can I be black? Let me know where I can be black. I can't be black while driving. I can't be black while praising. I can't be black doing this. I can't be black doing that. It's like, where can I be black? You know, if Young Thug and Gutter did not use their blessing to be in this position to bless these 30 people, these people would have still been sitting in jail. Because most of these these higher crime rate higher crime rated cities, they're only higher because number one, the lack of education. So most of the time, these people that are being held without bond or held with a bond and don't know their rights. Most of the time, they don't even know that they don't have to be detained. Most of the time, they don't even know that they don't have to step out their step out their card without any probable cause. Some most of the time, they don't even know their rights, and that's the sad part. The sad part is that you legit have police officers that will literally scout and search and look and hunt for people who don't know fucking better and put them in jail just. For the hell of it just for the commission check just for the paperwork just for this just for that and this is in no way shape form or fashion to bash any police officer or anyone who is serving or doing their due diligence because i know all cops are not bad i i, I know that for a fact i have friends that are cops i have family members that are cops so i know firsthand that cops are not bad but as a whole the system itself the structure of the system it's not meant to see brown and black people succeed you cannot tell me any differently. You cannot tell me any differently. And this is not even talking about just cops. You have cops. You have prosecutors. You have judges. You have juries. Like, it's literally into just thoughts and consideration of just how deeply rooted the system is for brown and black people to not succeed and not be better. I was under the impression that jail is a rehabilitation, you know, whether... That is for you to go in there, do your time out or whatever the case is and come back and be better. Or that's your, your rehabilitation for the rest of your life. But it's as if people think that because someone does something wrong, whether that is a minor offense or do something around the uh, lines of, you know, smuggling drugs or something along those lines, that you're now shamed. You're now shamed forever. And it's like the only reason why... The word shame forever even exists is because white people can make mistakes every day of the every day of the year and they'll be forgiven a white person can go out there and be a crackhead and go to rehab and change their lives a white person can go out there and say hey you know i found god while i was in jail and i want to be left off on good behavior etc 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 but the the stats of having that same right as a brown or black person if we're being realistic it's non-existent because we try to ask for equality it's like all lives matter all over again so it's like I'm, I'm i'm happy most importantly that young thug and gunna felt as if that this was something that they were called to do and they did it um 
I wish a lot of other celebrities or people just in positions that can fund uh, Bell's Bondsmen's and that can fund letting people go freely who are in jail for petty ass crimes. And so I commend y'all for what y'all are doing in y'all communities. Don't stop. 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 I, I would love to just one day be able to be in a position to be like, I'm out here really changing and saving lives. Like, I'm out here really putting my money where my mouth is. That's that's literally my only real goal in life is to be able to just wake up comfortably knowing that I'm changing people's lives. Go to sleep comfortably knowing that I'm changing people's lives. That I'm making their lives better one conversation at a time, you could say. <laughs> Epi, that's it. We're going to drink to that. Ooh, we're going to drink to that. Next topic on Tea Time with Queen S on Queen's Table Live. We're going to talk about Mo3, okay? Mo3, he was a popular Texas rapper who was gunned down on the highway. The real tea of what happened to Mo3 was Mo3 was dealing with one of the two guys, baby mamas. They were fucking around with each other. They were fooling whatever the case is. The guy didn't like the fact that his baby mama moved on and ended up following him on the highway. Well, he ended up scouting outside of her crib and then he ended up following her on the uh, following Mo3 on the highway where he was later unfortunately gunned down. And so I'm happy that he was able to finally be laid to rest properly by having his killers off the street. But it's like time and time and time and time and time again. I am tired of these off-the-wall fucking stories when it comes to our communities. Like, the gun violence rate is just absurd. Like, it's just crazy. Because let's not even talk about what just happened this past weekend with a little seven-year-old girl being killed in a drive through McDonald's because her daddy wanted to play street games first and foremost y'all need to watch out who y'all have y'all kids with okay we're gonna we're gonna just say that off rip y'all can't be out here having kids with goofy ass men who don't have any regards of their consequences you know that you're a father you know that you're out here having your daughter cruising around with you knowing what you're doing sir you literally went to the op's gravesite and you pissed on his gravesite and you really thought nobody was going to retaliate? Trying to find out a person who retaliated. He was, I think he's either 17 or 19. But that's besides the point. You really think you're going to disrespect somebody's dead homie? You're going to really disrespect somebody's dead homie? You're going to piss at their motherfucking gravesite? You really thought that it was going to come back to you? And you have the nerve to be sitting here driving around, cruising around with your child in the car. You are just as much to blame, if not as much as a shooter. As much as a shooter. How, like, it just, it just, it just baffles me that there's literally guys out here that are full-blown fathers and don't realize how, how your, the things that you do affects your kids. The behaviors, the way that you choose to move affects your kids. Your daughter is dead because you decided to piss on a gravesite. Your daughter, your daughter is dead at a fucking McDonald's drive-thru because of your actions. Not to mention, I'm in Broward. I stay in Broward. But this past weekend, a three-year-old got killed at her at, at his own baby at, at, at his own birthday party. 
Literally, his mom is on his mom is on story, gloating about you know her her her, her, her. like I can't even talk like I'm, I'm calm down calm down calm down. His mom was on her Instagram enjoying enjoying her babies, okay, enjoying the fact that she's able to sit back and watch her babies play in a pool at their party you get what i'm saying like enjoying themselves type shit and then a fight broke out amongst adults a fight broke out and somebody opened fire and killed this baby at his own birthday party y'all really i i was i thought i thought cole was Kids, mothers, and the elderlies are off limits. What happened to code? What what happened to code? What happened to code? What happened to code? Three years old. This baby, this baby was three. 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 Yanni is four, turning five. Three years old. Gone. Because grown-ass people don't know how to use their words and use their hands anymore. This shit is getting ridiculous. Ridiculous. Three years old? Three years old. Three years old. Three years old. Enjoying himself at his own birthday party. Three years old. And he's gone. He's gone. There's no amount of condolences that you could possibly give to to take to, to fix the situation. You know, I've even reached out to the mom and, you know, sent my condolences just because that's just the type of person that I am. But I know I can't say I, I know what you're going through. I know I can't say that it gets better because I, 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 I can't. I can't. You know, I have faith in knowing that God knows what he knows and he is faithful and he is fruitful and he will make do he will make do with what he can do with but it, it doesn't change it does not change the situation it does not change the fact that the baby is not here because y'all grown and y'all don't know how to handle y'all emotions even last night when i was working when i was bartending there was niggas literally fighting Literally fighting, jumping, ready to go pull the strap out. Ready to pull the strap out. For what? For what? For what? For what? For what? I'm tired. Like I'm 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 literally exhausted. These babies don't do shit to nobody. But you have a whole bunch of people. A whole bunch of trigger-happy individuals who don't care about where they aim. They don't care about who they aim. They don't care about people who don't have anything to do with it. They just want to buzz. They just want to be a shooter so bad. Baby, in order for you to be a shooter, baby, you got to have aim. Y'all ain't got no aim, but y'all want to shoot. Y'all want to buzz. Y'all want to pull a trigger. Ugh. Ugh. Make it make sense. It's not. It's, it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. And I don't think it will ever make sense, truthfully, until change actually happens. I thought what King, what happened, what, 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 I thought that 
what had happened with King would have got and people to understand like these little babies are innocent but it's like nothing changes like you have a whole bunch of people that's out here that's just ready to pull the trigger and don't care who gets hit it's it's fucked up it's 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 fucked up and my heart goes out to his family members my heart goes out to whoever knew him my heart goes out to his sister okay even in the pictures, even in the videos, you could see that they were inseparable. This was her protector. This was her older brother. This was her comp. Like, I know how I don't play about my big brother. I know how I know how I don't play about Big Sam. So I could only imagine how 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 that feels as a child to know that you can you you can't go to your big brother. You now you now you the only child. And it's not like you could sit here and pretend that it, it doesn't matter because your last experience with your brother was at your shared birthday party. Like people don't understand the traumas that happens after the initial situation. It's not even about you being a shooter. It's not even about you being a shooter. It's about the debris and the dust that you leave afterwards because after you bust, right? The bullet is gone. The casing is on the floor. Right? But you have all that gunpowder that is just out in the open. That gunpowder is the family that has to deal with what you just did. People who cared about them just had to deal with what you just did. But we live in a society where it's like no snitching. You feel me? In the hood, you don't snitch. In the hood, in the hood you don't say nothing. These are babies. These are babies. I'm just imagining my I'm just imagining myself like if anything was to happen to Cam. If there was anything to happen to Yanni, if there was anything to happen to Gabe, to Khalil, I could go on and on and on. Like, I'm surrounded by, I'm surrounded around babies, okay? I'm surrounded, like, I'm going to just leave it there. <laughs> I'm going to just leave it there because I can't, I can't. I don't play when it comes to kids. I don't play when it comes to kids. I don't play because they didn't ask to be here. They're innocent. They just want to love on you. They just want to experience you. That's all they want. They just want to love you and experience you and enjoy you. And y'all are killing these babies one by one because you upset. Because you don't like the fact that a man disrespected you. Or a woman disrespected you. Or somebody cut you off. Or somebody said something that you didn't like. Come on. We got to do better. 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 And it starts with one conversation at a time. And Pete, that's it. Happy that's it. This wraps it up for Tea Time Tuesday on Queen's Table Live with Queen Sandra. And until next time, my dirty, filthy whorebacks, hugs and kisses, y'all. Hugs and motherfucking kisses. Mwah!